welcome to Level Up Chips, the movie, the game. Hello everybody and welcome back to uh, Level Up Chips. I am your lovely host, uh, Michael Gonzalez, and I am joined by my lovely co-host. Say your name, buddy. You know it. Uh, Max, I'm back again. You all are stuck with me. Yep, he is back, and like we said before, he is back from Japan, and, uh, you know, I actually am pretty excited to have you here, buddy. It's great to see you. Yeah, it is. It's great to be back. So, um, why why don't we try getting back into the news? Something like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, we did that last time, too, but we did have a guest, so just two of us this time. At the moment, yeah, we... He was just kind of like, we were hanging out, and we are like, you know what, Ben? Why, why don't you, like, mm-hmm. come along with us? Yeah. But here we are. And um, some of the news, we don't have too much. We have a good three. And um, the first thing to go is, lo and behold, Activision Blizzard. I feel like we talk about that group a lot, especially in the past year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically because... Uh, they have been controversial left and right with um, a lot of uh, sexual harassment. Um, I'm I'm not sure if I remember Incidents, correctly, but I feel yeah. like, yeah, there's just so many instances of drama, uh, I guess. Yeah, drama. Um, and also with Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. And or trying to. Trying to, yeah. They're, everybody's trying to stop them. It's mm. really crazy just how many people are saying, no, don't. Yeah. Or even, uh, yeah, even Microsoft saying, like, we should have it because our first-party games aren't that good. And yeah, like, they're like, PlayStation and Nintendos are better. Let us have this. Please? <laughs> please. Can I please have a Call of Duty? Don't know why you're coming to Call of Duty for, like, burgeoning quality, but, like... It's giving them money. Whatever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they need uh, they need more money. Obviously, they they're Microsoft. <laughs> they need so much. <laughs> That's a joke, people. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, some of the news that we have at the moment is the fact that they they have a Chinese publisher called NetEase, and their contract is set to be over um uh, pretty soon. And on top of that, NetEase apparently there's been a, a lot of bad blood between them because uh there was a live stream. Uh, that 30,000 people saw that mm-hmm. uh, NetEase uh, staff were taking mallets and hammers mm-hmm. and destroying, destroying a, war- a World of Warcraft, Warcraft statue. Which, yep, outside me, their office. Yeah, that's... That, that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. That, that makes me wonder what, what happened there. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds like, yeah, they, they've had some really bad blood. They don't really seem to be talking about what exactly went on. Um, yeah. And I'd be curious. I'd be really curious to see what's going on, and maybe we'll update you on how that's looking. But what 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 are your thoughts so far with the you know Activision Blizzard? Hmm. Well, it's kind of hmm. it's kind of odd seeing what was it a few years ago? Probably the first bit of hot water Activision Blizzard got into was the whole Hong Kong situation and how. If they don't reissue a contract with NetEase, that will practically have all been for nothing. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, like, they were trying to appease the Chinese government so that they could keep selling their games there. But if they don't have a publishing company over there, then what are they going to do? I mean, like, the only like, two games available on the Nintendo Switch right now over there. Or, like, I think it's, like, Mario Kart 8. Yep. And, like, it's, like, another Mario game. I think it's New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Yeah, that one. Yep. Which, is it weird to say, I'm just going to go just slightly off topic, but um, I've actually kind of had a hankering. To play that game? Playing New Super Mario Bros. U. And mm. I don't really want to shell out, you know, and, like, buy New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Mm-hmm. But, like, just just because, like, I feel like those games have just become the, like, Call of Duty of, like... Mario. Mario. Where it's just like, oh my gosh, why it's did they keep one. making it? And then they stopped. They just completely stopped, thankfully. Ten- um, 
10 years ago, roughly. Yeah, it's been about like a decade Mm -hmm. since they've made another one, which is, that's so weird to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless, um, I I guess I'm just asking, is it okay to shell out for something like that? I mean, if you have the money and you're willing to do it, it's not like... It just feels sleazy. It's not like... It's not like Nintendo is going to care about missing your, like, $50 or whatever. I'm going to see if it's, like, cheap. I need to go find, like, a good discounted copy. used copy. Yeah. That they'd probably be floating around somewhere. Like, I, I feel like the most I pay is, like, 20 25 Okay. And I'd yeah. be like, all right. Fine. There you go. All right, fine. Yeah. But anyway... I don't know. I was just thinking about that. It's mm-hmm. just one of those games that I've just been thinking, like, I should play that, mm-hmm. but should I? Yeah. Anyway, the the second bit of news that we do have is um, actually about Nintendo. It's going to be Nintendo for the rest of the way. Right. Um, Which is about the fact that Nintendo is bringing uh, more more Switch consoles to production. They're, they're just boosting up the production like crazy yeah. mm-hmm. for the the f- fiscal year which i was a little bit shocked about especially since it's on its like what i imagine to be its last uh little bit of cycle for for the the switch hmm. um but the fact that they are amping up numbers production for for new consoles i think that's a pretty good way of saying that you know this might be their console for a while still yeah i mean considering it's both portable and not at the same time uh i can imagine they want to keep that versatility yeah and and they probably don't want to repeat the same mistake as the wii u where people are just like oh it's the wii but it has a tablet now why why would i I buy this yeah it that's the thing. I a lot of people like my brother and I, and and I think we've talked about it too. Just like what would they do next? Mm-hmm. And it's so baffling to to wonder what they could do because they they just have this like perfect machine for them. Mm-hmm. Like, would they possibly start going towards what you know Sony does, where it's like, oh, it's pretty much the same thing but better, right? Like upgraded, all that stuff. They could do that. They could technically make like. A Switch 2. Switch 2. That would be really funny to see. Just Switch 2. Switch Um, Pro? I don't know. And even then, once you get into Pro, it starts becoming like its own family, like the Switch Lite. Yeah. It's not the next. It's not the sequel. It's a sidequel. It's just a sidequel. Yeah. Um, I hate that. But, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sidequel. Um, Yeah, it's just the next step in its own regular family yeah um but i have heard reports i have seen some articles that say stuff like i I think doug bowser said once that like the switch is going to change what a a, uh you know console life cycle looks like interesting so i'm wondering if that could mean could this be a a console that goes on for 10 years yeah maybe Um, i mean it doesn't seem like the the console numbers are going down. It's not like the yeah. Wii where it everybody... just drops off after a while. Yeah, with with that or like the DS, it was like oh everybody has one, and then nobody got one after the like right. three years. Yeah, no, uh, I feel like the Switch. I mean, what like the Wii had the perception of being a kids console, and it's it, like it was good for elderly. Yeah, people. it's good for elderly people. It's good for your mom and dad because like. All they need to do is wiggle the remote around a little bit, and you're controlling the game. And they were like, oh, we understand. But with the Switch, it has both. It has, like, insane demographic appeal. It's really interesting, the Switch. I still think about it. I'm like, wow, this is really something that everybody just kind of talks about, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, with the PS5, yeah, that's a given. But with the Switch, I see them out and about all the time i still see you know people talking saying like oh i have a switch we could play like smash bros mario kart mm-hmm. it's just one of those consoles that's just so portable and 
still has those great games that everybody knows and loves um, without really, like, reducing the quality. Uh, more or less, yeah. I say that in the sense of, like, with, with like, the DS. I was right. thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, no, like, like, that, if you port something to that, you have to either make a new game or, like, bit crush it to hell and back. Exactly. Like... I guess when I when I think of like Mario Kart DS, they had Mario Kart Wii around the same time. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely different games. Yeah. When you have a Wii U and you're like, oh, by the way, the Wii U game, yeah, that's Mario also Kart 8. it's just on the Switch. It just portable. has more content. It's portable. Right. It's crazy mm-hmm. to me. That's still kind of like a wild thing to mm-hmm. think that some of those very high quality level games are portable. Hmm. Yeah. I know that, yeah, it doesn't have the best, you know, the most amount of horsepower, but. You know, I th- I had this idea when I was, like, when I had a Wii U that, like, if I, as long as I could find an outlet, I could plug in the console, bring it with me, and then just have the, like, the tablet. I used to have that same exact idea. I was thinking, like, and this is the dumbest thing. I was like, you know. If I got the Wii U and I just hooked it up to, like, I don't know, my car. Yeah. Like, I could be playing Wii and Wii U games all the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, the Switch is just that, but I mean, without I, the insane concept. Yeah. I mean, I will admit, like, it still does. I, I still think about it, I'm like, you know, it could still be a Wii that's portable. Like, I, I there was something that it, it blew my mind when I was probably like 15 16 like 2015 2016 it took me that long to know that the Wii U gamepad had its own motion sensor yep a gyro gyro functionality like yeah well like the motion bar yeah, for like that Wii too. games yeah that's, oh oh it has its own, oh that's what the thing is for yeah the, I thought that was a camera is it a camera? It is a camera, but it also has a motion, motion bar. sensor in it. Oh, that's why it's like long. That's every now and then, like, what was it? My brother, he was like, "Hey, could I play Skyward Sword on your Wii U?" And I was like, "But I'm, I'm using it." Yeah, like I'm I'm using the TV. Like I'm, I'm why why I don't know how that's working. And he's like, "Oh, like no, I'll, I'll just use the gamepad." He's like, "Huh?" I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> he's like, "You know that it has a Wii bar, don't don't you know that?" And I was like. What do you mean by that? And he just started playing Skyward Sword right on the gamepad. And I started doing that. I started playing, like, Wario, uh, WarioWare Smooth Moves. Hmm. And I was like, it's working. Hmm. It's actually working. Uh. It freaked me out. Yeah. Just, just to put it plain and simple. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Switch production is going up. Up. I'm excited to see where that goes, especially with Zelda coming around. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see how that goes. Yeah. But regardless, the last bit of news, and this will be really quick, and it will also transition into our main topic. Um, there's been a rumor going around that um, Illumination might also be working on a Zelda project, whether yeah. it be a movie or mm-hmm. a series. Um, it's very exciting, actually. Yeah. To yeah hear something like that. Uh, mm hmm. Um, I mean, what what are your thoughts? I mean, from judging from what you've seen of the Mario movie trailers, do you think that they could possibly do something about the the Zelda? Legend of Zelda? Hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting question. Uh, I mean, considering that uh, Nintendo has already had their Super Mario Nintendo World built in the United States. Yeah. I think that they're pretty set on still working with Universal and Illumination is like their top animation studio. Who owns DreamWorks? I'm trying to remember. Cuz I know that DreamWorks used to be an indie place, but Yeah. Like... Then I think they worked with Universal for a little bit. Uh they aren't anymore. I know the Shrek ride is gone. No. Uh that was it was it was a 4D movie, whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so let me see. Uh, I'm looking this up. But, yeah, I, I guess I'm a little bit, like, 
curious to see if they'd be working with them, mostly because with, like, Mario, it makes sense. Viacom, same people who own Nickelodeon. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that Which I think is, like, Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Stuff like that. Right. Okay, so if, like, they they decided to work with, like, DreamWorks, it'd be on Paramount+, Plus, but, like... I'm trying to remember, Universal would probably be, what, like, Peacock? Yeah. So if they had, like, a series, it would be on Peacock, which I gotta say, nobody likes using that one. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, considering that, from what I've seen of the trailers with the Mario movie, I think Illumination is actually putting effort into this one. I think they have to put effort. I think that Nintendo's like, no, you have to do something about this. Right, it's like... I feel like they're getting pressure from a from Universal too, because like if they screw up Mario, then Nintendo never wants to work with Universal again. That would be terrifying. And then they're just stuck with Super Nintendo World. And I've also heard I, I thought there was something about how Nintendo might be making having making their own like movie production type of like studio. Interesting. Something like that, some sort of like media ish like thing of being like, oh, it's not just video games. Um, they're expanding. They're expanding, which I, I'd be curious if they might try to poach a few uh, like uh, Illumination people to but, be like, hey, by the way, we might be making our own thing. I just realized the last time a company did that was Square was SquareSoft. Back when they made Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. So anyway. <laughs> which made the creator of Final Fantasy leave the company forever. Did it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is sad. <laughs> wow. Okay, maybe Shigeru will leave. Who knows? But yeah, I guess I'm It'd a little... be a disaster. I'd be curious to see what they do because Mario is just so like funny and like little cutesy like Mm -hmm. they they make despicable me they make you know secret life of pets well it'll make money it's just i'm just curious like zelda you know going from like minions and mario to zelda to like semi-serious like it's like whimsical but like there's some dark stuff i was gonna say like yeah you could do like cutesy like wind waker i could see them doing something like that but going into like Oh, God, like Twilight Princess mm-hmm. or Majora's Mask and being like, all right, Illumination, do your job. I'd be like, no, don't do your job. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to put like some weird minion-like creatures into Majora's Mask? No. <laughs> It'll just be the, uh, what are they called? It'll be the fairies. So, you know, the ones like the shards of the great fairies you pick up? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. I yeah, take it back. Yeah, we're moving on. Illumination, do something better. Do better. Be, don't be, be better. sorry. Be better. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this kind of segues into our topic, actually, which is video game adaptations. Yep. Max, this was your idea, so I feel like this is like your your child that you should be talking about a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I came up with this idea. Okay, so I came up with a whole list of ideas while I was on the plane back from Japan, right? Right. Or I guess back from Korea, but whatever. On the plane, I watched Cyberpunk Edgerunners because I was like, oh, I haven't had the opportunity to yet. I've been busy. Might as well. Yeah, take a crack at it because I'm on this plane for 12 hours. And I watched it. It took like, I don't know, four hours. Yeah, that's I kind of lost track of time. Uh, I didn't sleep, but anyway... Uh, it was so good that I was like, I got to talk about all these adaptations, or we got to talk about all these adaptations. Well, yeah, that that one really inspired me, and if it, I, I don't know what was stopping me at, around that time, but I remember watching Cyberpunk, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to play the game again. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's, like, excellent. It's also, it also does its job as an adaptation for being like you you could play the game you, it was the best advertisement for that game yeah um it's almost like the same style of like how witcher 
yeah. three, like, oh, actually, we, we were just talking about what kind of adaptations we want to talk about, and I forgot about that one. Yeah, The Witcher. Yeah, The Witcher, the, the, the Netflix series, when that came out, I'm pretty sure that sales boosted Boosted up for The Witcher 3. Crazy good. Um, And user, uh, uh, like, play base was uh, even higher than usual on, like, Steam. Right. Um, It was at, like, a really, really, like, crazy level. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of, like, the the cool thing about some of the CD Projekt Red stuff. They, They know when an adaptation is good and they're like okay you can do it yeah you can advertise our game please please the good uh pr around cyberpunk edge runners i think that was like over half of what gave cyberpunk 2077 the labor of love steam award this last year yes it dethroned no man's sky somehow and that's saying something man (laughs) That's really saying something. Mm-hmm. They are the laborers of love. Mm-hmm. And they barely had to work on the game. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing that I'm a little bit like surprised to hear that because mm-hmm. um I don't think that they really worked so much on the game. Think, the game uh, it was really just what was it? The, the anime. Anime. Yeah, who are the people again? I'm trying to remember. Uh they... pro- it was it's Trigger. Trigger, that's what it is, yeah. Studio Trigger. Studio yeah. Trigger, who makes all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was so good. Yeah. And yeah, it had, like, I feel like that adaptation had just a few ideas that weren't in the game that I was like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I wish they were in there, like. And- it does make me a little bit upset that they did get the labor uh, or labors of love because they should have put that stuff in there. They should yeah. have put more stuff that was in Edge Runner into the game because so many people are like, "This is so cool." They should have started saying, "Write that down. Write that down." Maybe they're working on that, but they are making that one Liberty of uh, uh, was it Phantom Liberty? Phantom Liberty. I with was almost uh, about to say Liberty Alba. of Justice. I'm like, nope, nope. That's just the the national. Uh, mm. Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, they did add David's jacket into the game. There's like there's a quest where you can get it and wear it. Do you have it? Yeah. Are you using it? Yeah. Good. Because it's like a legendary item. Like, why not use it? It's so cool. I love David's jacket. Mm. And and I guess one thing that we should be talking about, just to give people a little bit more of like context context of the show. Um, I don't think we'll be saying anything that's spoilerish. But like basically, the the show evolves around uh, David David, David uh, Martinez, David Martinez, uh, a Hispanic, uh, uh, Hispanic American uh, kid, kid, really, yeah, kid, living teenager in... that's living in Night City, mm-hmm. and basically, in the first episode, um, really like a series of unfortunate events. Pretty much. He, he's just one of those kids that just loves to tinker around and and try to get just cheap stuff. And yeah. He he basically is able to go to school at Arasaka Academy. Academy. Yeah. yeah, it's like the top corporation in the world. So mm. top corporate school mm. means t- just top best. corporate job when you get out. Exactly. Right? And that's what his mom wants. And you know he, uh, she, she's basically just a paramedic. Um, I think trauma team was she a part of? Trauma no, team? Uh, not trauma team. They're the people who like come in and with like the armor and they're like, yeah, uh, that's. I wasn't but sure what she was doing. It was like recovering the body. It's like cleanup. Yeah, she was just basically cleanup for a cyber psychosis incident. And um, basically, sure enough, uh, there were the cyber psychosis incident was with this. Uh, San Devastine? Yeah, uh, yeah, the guy who, the, the cyber psycho had a San Devastan, which is yeah. like a spine replacement that lets you like move super fast. Your reflexes are so fast that you're pretty much like the Flash. Yeah. Um, And to put it in, in, in terms of like, I don't know, like implants... It makes you go crazy. Yeah. Um. It's so powerful that you go insane. Yeah. Um. That's a thing in like the cyberpunk in general. 
that if you have too many cybernetic implants, then your brain just, like, can't handle a bunch of its body parts being replaced. And fun fact, from what you said, it wasn't it a lore thing that they literally put cyberpsychosis into augments because they were like, no, but what if, if they get too many, that's just... Yeah, no, it's it was a thing in Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. The uh, tabletop RPG. They were like, oh yeah, we need to balance the implants somehow. So if you have too many, you just go crazy. Which is like... That's the worst thing you could have done. <laughs> you now have people who have gone insane, and they are also a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, uh, as the series progresses, David uh, ends up equipping the Sandevistan because He's his mom find it. his his mom was planning to sell it to someone, uh, and those people that they were catch up to planning him. to buy. The, the San Devastan. Uh, yeah, they caught up with David where they were like, Help us it. or else uh, Get die. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically he starts to become more of like a, uh, a samurai. Or, no, not An samurai, edge runner. Edge runner. Yeah. A cyberpunk. That's what it is, cyberpunk. I always forget that cyberpunk is what they call themselves. I was always thinking, like, maybe it's samurai. Wouldn't it be cool? No. No, it's that's a, just band. a band. Mm-hmm. At that point, it was like, only remembered by, like, old farts. Which is really funny to think <laughs> about, because it's, like... The tagline of the game. It's what everybody strives to have. Mm-hmm. When, really, it'd be, like, having an ACDC jacket, or even then, it'd be... I don't know, just something like that, and being like, I'm super into ACDC, and people would be like, what are you talking about? To be fair... uh the like lead vocalist of samurai ended up being a terrorist so like it happens yeah <laughs> so <laughs> it, it just sort of happens but anyway um yeah the series it it's super gory it's super um inappropriate yeah uh not one to watch with the family no no <laughs> this one is one of those that I personally had just an absolute love for it because of all the different things like brain dances and just just all everyday life. Yeah. Um and on top of that bullies, they actually showed what a like Cyberpunk 2077 bully would look like. Mhm. And I never imagined it to look like that, like a Bruce Lee Yeah, kid with kung fu implants and being like, "All right, I'm going to mess you up, and then just punching him, like, a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Acting like some anime protagonist. <laughs> that That's yeah. the fun thing. The The first episode literally references JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. Um, it, it references quite a few animes, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And it's got some of the most, like, memorable characters in anime, like, mm-hmm. for an adaptation. Right. Um. But I wouldn't say it's, like, the, like, it's an amazing anime adaptation, you know, type of thing. But I would say that Castlevania mm-hmm. would probably be one of my favorite adaptations that has almost an anime style. Right, yeah. I mean, it's made by a Western studio, so I guess by it's, definition it's not anime, but, like, come, come on. on. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. But, yeah, uh... It's more anime than Avatar, I'd say. Oh, definitely. But, like, uh, so just to give some context, I guess, for Castlevania, it's also on Netflix exclusive. Netflix seems to have all the best, like, mm. video game adaptations. Um, It's weird. Which is, like, what I hold value in it for now. Like, I don't really care about anything else. They're the only ones, yeah, that seem to have, like, all the adaptations, which... It's weird. Even Arcane, which I will not account as an adaptation of the video game. It is League of Legends. Yeah. You don't look at those characters and you're like, oh my gosh, it's just like the show. No. It's a MOBA. It's a MOBA. You look at them top down. They don't really say much. And it's slow chess. Yeah. If you think chess is slow, 
just play that. It sucks. Mm. I hate League of Legends. <laughs> I think we all do, but um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Castlevania, right. Castlevania, that is a fantastic adaptation, and it honestly, I would say, is even better than like playing the games. Uh, I feel like it's a good, um, good reinterpretation of the games that it covers. So it covers Cast- Castlevania 3, which was on the NES, and also this one God of War-like that was on the PS2. Uh, it's the same oh, characters. Right. Same characters, but different personalities. So, for example, in the game, Trevor Belmont, uh, who is the main protagonist, guy with the whip, uh, very standard in the game. Uh, only difference from like Simon is that he has a headband. Uh, in the show, um, he's very different. He's like, I, I describe him as a alcoholic vagrant in the show, who happens to have a whip that can make demons explode. It's one of my favorite things. I love this dude. Mm-hmm. He's such a loser. <laughs> he's like so relatable in some senses because he's such a loser. Yeah. But everybody's like, hey, like like he's the hero that you can just be like, I get it, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, he's like really good at fighting, but like. At first he's not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, considering what, like he got thrown out of his ancestral home and like. He's been on the streets for so long. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just kind of feel so bad because he's just always down on his luck. Yep. Incredibly. Mm-hmm. And you're like, buddy, do you need, like, something? Do you need, like, do you need food? a nap? Do you he need a, a nap? Hug. You, you need, like, a warm bed. Mm-hmm. Then there are other characters, like, there's Alucard. Alucard oh. is one of the best characters mm-hmm. in that entire show. Yeah. Um he deserves everything. Mm-hmm. The whole world. Yeah. Uh he's for those who don't know, he's uh Dracula's son. His name is Dracula backwards. And uh, I love that for him. Mm-hmm. Uh his this is at the very beginning, so not really a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty much Dracula meets this woman. Uh, they fall in love and have a kid. And the woman has, like, a bunch of Dracula's, like, cool science stuff in her house. Yeah. Eventually the church comes and, like, calls her a witch and burns her at, a, at the stake. And then Dracula's like, oh, okay, uh, I, like, I, I tolerated. I, did, I already didn't like humans, but, like, now it's personal. I'm going to kill you all. And Alucard's like, no, father, don't. That's not what mom would have wanted. He's like, shut up, Alucard. I'm, I, I'm done with you too. And just kind of like, puts him in a coffin. I guess. He's like, all right, time out. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, that everybody's like, okay, we need to find like Alucard because he might be our only chance of to... killing him, of killing Dracula. Because Dracula, like he said, yeah, he basically mustered up an entire army of demons to go out and kill everybody. Yep. And, I mean, he's doing a great job. He was doing a great job. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, that That's another thing. Dracula himself was, like, one of the best villains I've seen. He... It was one of those types of things where... I could see Castlevania as, like, some sort of Shakespearean tragic story. Yeah. And, I mean, he spends most of season two just sitting in a chair in front of a fire. He's, like, genuinely depressed. He's a... Yes. And that's, like, one of my favorite things. They actually were able to show why he he wasn't a bad guy. I don't think that Dracula, like... Is a... Is terrible, a terrible monster. monster. Right. At the same time, I I could see where he was coming from. I could see why he was so angry. Right. Yeah. And especially around that time in the in the world that they lived in, the church was so corrupt. They and, were like, so powerful, powerful, yeah. and dangerous that they they you you could say that they were really the villain. Mm-hmm. From the start. Yeah. 
And slowly but surely, you did see that Dracula was, you know... He had a point, but, like... He had a point, but he... It was like a Macbeth type of, like, descent into madness. Right, yeah, don't... Going into evil. Like, get it? I get it. They killed your wife, and, like, that's bad, but, like... You really have to kill everyone, though? Like, kill the church. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, they, they seem pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Take out the Pope. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Not not this not, Pope. Not, yeah. Just letting everybody know. Pope we're Francis not, we're is not, cool. Pope Francis, he says gay rights is cool, and, like, I'm cool with him. Mm-hmm. So, like, be cool to him, please. Yeah. Um. But old Popes. Old Popes, bad. They were bad. They were taking money, and they were like, oh, we have all the riches in the world. All the power. Yeah, all all the power, and we'll kill anybody that we think is, like, not Mm. cool, which were pretty much women. Yeah. That were, like, a little bit more independent. People who don't follow their religion, also. Or people who just had science. Yeah, science-y stuff. As their thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's what this anime really really showed it was it had some great gore it had some great action mm-hmm. and stories and characters and the next like part of the series is coming out next i don't even know what to call it it seems like a different thing it covers a different castlevania protagonist so so one last thing before we go into another one, I have to ask about the timeline because I'm always so like confused. Mm-hmm. Is Trevor Belmont like technically the first one in the game series? No, the first one was Leon Belmont back in like the 1200s. He was okay. a crusader, and he and the guy who would turn into Dracula were like friends, <laughs> and eventually like something bad happens between them. Uh, he turns into Dracula. Then Leon becomes like the first Belmont to be like. I'm good. Our goal is to kill Dracula, and then like 200 years later, Trevor is there. He's the first guy to kill Dracula, in like to actually like take him down, and then later on, there's like Simon. Then there's Richter, and yeah. So I wasn't sure because. Because of Simon, I was always, like, he's the first one in the series, like, chronologically, like, in the, in the like... In the game series. Game, yeah, yeah, game series, like, released. Right. Like, it was the first released Castlevania game, hmm. and Simon was the protagonist. So I was always, like... Is, is he, he the first one? Is he, like, the one? No. Um, It'd be he, nice if, like, Simon had some person. He was, like, the fourth. Wow. How yeah. lame. Leon, Trevor, Christopher, Simon. He's so lame. Simon is so lame. <laughs> I mean, hey, he looks pretty cool and he Smash, does look cool. so like But I've always been like Richter has some personality. He looks cool. Mm-hmm. And like seem and he'll have his own series for, for the Castlevania series and on Netflix. Simon gets nothing. He gets zero personality. Yeah, I mean it's also because he doesn't have like characters to bounce off of. I bet that's why they didn't make a series for Simon because, like, his ser- his adventures are alone. He's so lame. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Enough about anime adaptations that start with C and are exclusive to Netflix. Forget about Simon the Soy Boy. Let's go <laughs> talk about some other ones. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What do we have next? We have, uh. Some of the older ones. Um, okay. Yeah, so for those who don't know, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know, uh, back in the day, b- back in my day, uh, be making a video game adaptation was considered like a death knell for yeah. your ratings and your profits. Yeah. Uh, in like any capacity. But... One of the more decent ones back then was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which kind of goes back to, uh, you know, what we were talking about in the news sections. Which I love the Mario cartoon uh, slash live action. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what that was about. But I think it was cost cutting, but 
It was probably. Mm-hmm. It was probably just to say, like, oh, why don't we just get some, some guys that, I don't know, get some, like, Mario mustache, some clothes. They, and they were the voice actors at the time for Mario and Luigi, so. Do you think that it was almost like how Shenmue did, Oh, like, no. Maybe? They, I don't know. They don't look like Mario and Luigi. Luigi, right. Like, they kind of have the same, like, slender and, like... I mean, the only thing they could really go off of back then was, like... Art and sprites. and sprites, so I'm not sure. I mean, they got the voices, and they, I don't know, they do kind of look a little bit like them. Yeah, back then they had Brooklyn accents. And I always loved those uh, cartoons just because they were cute, they were fun, mm-hmm. and they didn't, like, go completely out of their way to mess up the, like, source material. Yeah. Like, the Mario movie... Right. Like, I feel like that's an example of, like, the worst adaptation. The original one, just to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, the live action. The live action Mario movie from the 80s (laughs) was god awful. Mm hmm. It it was. And it had. They they didn't even, like, try with (laughs) the looks of characters or anything. Um, they wanted to have more faithful looks, but the director said no. And it makes no sense. It's so weird. Like mm-hmm. the the let's look at Goombas. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, they look like uh, my paralysis demon. Yeah, they they are like they sleep paralysis. Big big buff dudes with tiny heads, shrunk heads, yeah. and they also look a little bit like lizards. Yeah. Um. And also, yeah, those are the Goombas, not the Koopas. The Goombas. Were there any Koopas? In no. The... Yeah, no. I don't think I there thought. were. They only had King Koopa, hmm. Bowser. Um, oh, that which was just a dude with like cornrows. Cornrows. <laughs> and he had a gun that could turn people, de-evolve people into monkeys. Yes. And he would say. Monkey. monkey. That was just once. He was like, monkey. It makes no sense. And also, for some reason, Peach, I think, found uh, Yoshi. That was Daisy. Was that? There was no Peach. It was only Daisy. It was Daisy? I didn't even know that. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't get a an actor, an actress with blonde hair, so they were like, guys, we got to do something about this. Fine, brunette. We'll call her Daisy. <laughs> That's so... I, I I don't even, yeah. But that that was bad. Like that's that's where it just straves off of the source material so bad, mm. and that's why the cartoon was like actually pretty good. It it had some weird adventures stuff that was like I guess Mario could do that. Yeah. But like he had fire flowers. He had like there the Goombas look like Goombas. The Koopas look like Koopas. There was Yoshi. There yeah. was. There was all sorts of crazy, mm-hmm. weird stuff. Yeah, but given at the time, like, that was the era of cartoons where they were just, like, walking advertisements. Yeah. Where it's like, whoa, kids, look at the l- look at the charging Chuck. You could see him in Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Did they ever do that? No, no. It's just, like, the vibe. Yeah, that's true. It's like how in, like, 80s cartoons, like Transformers... They'll have, like, the cool new Transformer, and then it'll be on store shelves. I was thinking that it was going to be something like, oh, also Bumblebee, yeah, he's a, uh, I don't know, he's like a Prius. <laughs> he's a Prius now. Deal with it. So uh, buy your Prius and get a Bumblebee today. <laughs> He'll also, what was it? I actually, just to get a little bit off topic because he mentions Transformers, but it just reminded me of something. I saw a tweet that, like, there was a a Transformers movie that they were, like, fans, they can vote for, like, what Optimus Prime will say Mm -hmm. in the movie. And they had to nix the... uh, The top vote because it was like, I am turning into a truck now. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, that would have been the best thing ever. I would have actually paid money to just wait for that line and then walk out. But they would have gotten my money. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten my money, and I would have been like, oh, my gosh, it happened. It'd be like a Mor- Morbius type of thing of, like, people went to go see it to hear him say, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to morb. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin. It never happened. People were so upset because that famous tweet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, then no, the Super Mario Brothers movie started the curse of video game adaptations being a bad idea, and and it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, you don't go to go watch like the Tomb Raider movies. You don't. Those, you those don't... were actually pretty profitable because I think Angelina Jolie, and that's it. Yeah, but otherwise, look at I don't know. Um, the Mortal Kombat movies, the Street Fighter movies. The Mortal Kombat movie, the first one, was pretty good. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, to be, the second cheesy. one was really bad. It's pretty cheesy. And then the it's most, pretty cheesy yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then the most recent one is decent. That's the one that I would say I, I actually enjoyed. Um, That one had some good action. That yeah. one had, like, you know... Some funny lines. Mm-hmm. They they just kind of like played. They they were cheesy too. Yeah, but that was like fun. Yeah, and it had gore. Yeah, you know, I, I like the the Japanese man say "get over here." I'm like, ooh, he said it. He said the thing. He said I, the thing. I recognize. Ooh, I remember when we watched that. We uh, it was during quarantine, and uh, what was it? Screen shared. Yeah, we screen shared on Discord, and we we all watched it together. Uh, my roommates and I, and. Uh, we we just kind of got some popcorn and just enjoyed the movie, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, Sonic. I'd say Sonic the Is... Hedgehog was the first like major, hmm. like mainline, main staple, like video Mo- game character movie that I was like, damn, I like this. I like Detective Pikachu. Dang, I forgot about Detective Pikachu. That was a great one, too. Mm-hmm. I saw that on my prom night. Yep. And I rented a tuxedo, watched that, and then went to prom. Hmm. People were so confused why I was in a tuxedo, tuxedo. to go watch Detective Pikachu. <laughs> but you know what? Dang it, I did it. Hmm. Yeah, no, uh, no there have certainly been good ones coming out lately. I guess that's where I, I just as like kind of a final thing, um, The Last of Us just got its first, first episode. episode last week. Uh, in in two days, uh, the second one is coming out, so you'll kind of figure out you know when these episodes are coming around. Um, but yeah, second one is coming out on Sunday, so in two days, and um, it's pretty good. Apparently. The first episode was fantastic. I loved mm. it. It it had pretty much like some shots that were like. Beat for beat. Beat for beat. Like, exactly the same camera angles and everything as the the, um, game. Hmm. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, they added stuff that was so amazing. Like, the the beginning. You you didn't see this, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, He kind of watched, like... The last half hour. The last half of it. Yeah. Um, But the first half... What was it? Sarah, uh, Joel's daughter... It's kind of like doing her own thing and like getting ready for Joel's birthday. Um just like in the game. But like you don't get to see the process of her like buying the watch yeah. or like fixing the watch, um, getting someone to fix that. Um she has neighbors actually that she went to go like help out with because they're a little bit more elderly and all this stuff, and they just kind of wanted to talk with her mm. and everything. And they they had this one, uh, like I think the like mother in law mm-hmm. or something, um, that was there, and she she couldn't move. She was just right. kind of like distant, and they had to go hand feed her food, like applesauce stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh okay, and then Sarah noticed that that woman was starting to shake yeah. rapidly. Like, violently. Violently. And she was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get going. <laughs> and then, you know, the the birthday thing happens, just like in the game. She wakes up, and she's like, what's going on? What happened? Mm-hmm. And she noticed that the dog that the neighbors had was loose. And they noticed that the entire door for the neighbor's house was open. She was like, Uh, uh, what's going on? She was like, Hey, you guys. Okay. Found the, the like husband with like a full like bite bite and like trying to stop the bleeding. And it's like, he was literally like, help us, help us. 
And then... Was that th- the bite of 87? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, the old lady who could not move is now chomping mm-hmm. on the wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she just starts chasing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the Sarah, mm-hmm. Joel saves her, all that stuff. They they have the whole beat for beat how the town goes, which I think they did a little bit more, which I was like, ooh, this is fun. Um, but they, they did some good stuff. They actually added a few things like that. Right. Or Tess actually getting, like, interrogated by the, the, what was it, like, Rob or something, the guy that you're going after mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. And she's like, hey, yo, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, about all this stuff. Right. Um, you actually get to see, because in the beginning, you, you see that Tess is all beaten up, and you're like, what went on? Yeah. Yeah, you get to see where she got beaten up hmm. and what happened. Um, and it was a firefly attack that basically, like, saved her. Right. Uh, they, they blew up a place, and she was like, oh, shit, I'm free. Um. So it was it was kind of a cool detail. They had some cool stuff. They even showed Joel like being a, you know, smuggler and giving people drugs and stuff and being like, "All right, you got this oxy, you know, give yeah. me give me these like, you know, rations." Mm-hmm. Or like yeah, basically like the dollars that the government gives us. Right, right, the money. The money. It, it, I don't even know how they function. I don't know if it's like stamps of like, "Hey, I have this stamp." So I can get this meal. I don't know. Food stamps? Maybe. Talking about? Like literal food stamps. of Not like you, you get like. A voucher. A voucher. And they're like, hey, I get a meal. Like it's not like a coupon. Or like I, it might be a coupon. I don't mm. know. Like it might be like a free meal. I don't know. They probably aren't going to expand upon it. They better. They bet. No, they don't. They don't have to do that. Considering um, what? They're going through the whole first game in the first season. They probably don't have time to waste on explaining the monetary system. It'd be cool. It'd be nice. I'd enjoy it very much, mm. you know, as someone who's played the games. But, yeah, no, as someone who's played the games, it's just new enough that I'm enjoying it. Right. Um, Which that does bring us to, to the random game. Random game, which I put Last of Us in there being like, oh, it's not going to get picked. It got picked. Yeah. Um, And boy, I got to say, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. I love the first game. I'm thinking about actually getting the uh, remake hmm. of that one. If it gets, you know, discounted right. enough. Yeah, no, 70 for a game that I could get that for I free. own. Yeah, that I own on PS4. Just being remade for PS5, getting all the re- updates of like what Part Two gave us. Right. I don't want to pay seventy bucks. I pay like twenty five. Right. Um, thirty. Thirty is max. Mm-hmm. But like you, yeah. um, max. Um, what what do you say about the game? I feel like I've been talking a lot because you didn't really watch too much of it. Mm-hmm. But what do you what what are your thoughts on the first game? The Last of Us. That's, I mean, it's pretty good. Like, uh, I've, I kind of agree with the sentiment that it's just, you know, standard like zombie apocalypse. Oh, hardened man takes child adjacent person, uh, on a road trip and develops feelings and emotions. For the first time in a while, sort of story. You you know the one. Yeah, I know the one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's really well done. That's the thing. That's the thing that a lot of people really like, and there there's a lot of moments that they they. I feel like they do a few things different. Like mm-hmm. I'll just mention names for for some people, like Sam, and uh, his brother. It was a good comparison of like that same type of like older person younger person just kind of like working together and pittsburgh is terrifying sometimes (laughs) um and they i feel like the one thing that is different about this compared to say um other zombie style like stories um a lot of zombie styles they don't take into effect like um 
like Left 4 Dead. Like Left 4 Dead has different styles of zombies. Like you know the smokers. Yeah. They got the the bloaters. They. I mean, it's arcadey. It's arcadey in its yeah. own way. Hmm. But but Last of Us has a very neat style of being like, oh, there's infected, and then there's clickers where the the fungus just overtakes overtakes goes right on their face and you know mutates gives them echolocation which i will admit in the game uh, it it doesn't act like echolocation it's more like they just have sense you just make a sound dead yeah echolocation would be like they click and then they know where you are right um which that's not how the game works they just have really good hearing they just have really good hearing that's really it just Mm -hmm. a higher sense of hearing Mm -hmm. um and then they have bloaters, which are like big guys. Big guys. They would be like basically the the first zombies, like of the apocalypse, right? Um, and they they give you Cheeto dust that hurts you spores. Yeah. Which I just realized that's another thing. The the show changes change that it doesn't go through with spores. They they just. I think it's like tendrils, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I heard that, I was like, oh. But, you know, like, spores were just such a big thing. Right. Um, Probably just wanted to make it not as, I guess, topical to uh, COVID. It makes me sad. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, they used to have Cheeto dust that was spores that could hurt you, like, big time um, in the game. And... I don't know what the bloaters will do. Just I don't know, rip your jaw off. Maybe. I wonder if, I wonder if, and I don't know if this would change anything like major, but I feel like there's some characters that they could technically kill off that is a little bit different from Maybe. the the you know the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do it, but I'd be curious if they would like to show some of those death animations and like what could those things do. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe by the end of the show, it'll just go completely off the rails. It'd be like Joel, you've been dying over and over this whole time. It's been time travel. I'm not letting it do a Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> this, this isn't how it was supposed to go, Joel. We're going back on track. I'm not letting it do a 7 remake. If they do 7 remake, I will riot and call Neil Druckmann a Tetsuya Nomura. Except Tetsuya Nomura didn't actually write on Final Fantasy 7 remake. I thought he did. He didn't, no. He just, his DNA is all over that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but he didn't have a direct role in it. Tetsuya Nomura, I don't like that man. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Tetsuya Nomura, you're not cool in my book. Hmm. You probably... Let your translators translate that. Hmm. <laughs> He's probably sitting on a pile of Kingdom Hearts cash. And this... I'm upset about that. <laughs> also, Twooey and, like... Also, Final Fantasy, he does good character designs. He does. I mean, I think that he did help with the original Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I mean, he did the character designs. Yeah. That was all he was back then. And then they were like, all right, here's Kingdom Hearts. Here's your, here's a cool game you can write. And he's like, oh, but, cool. I'm going to make the most convoluted <laughs> plot ever. Hmm. All my, I'm saying. Yeah. All I'm saying, buddy. Mm-hmm. But that's my two cents, and I'd say The Last of Us is a great game. Yeah. Um, get it however you want, really. It, it's a weird game to, you know, figure out what style, what, you know, system you should get it on, because it's on PS3, 4, and 5. On 5, it's free. Yes. It is free if you have PlayStation Plus. Um, but if you don't, consider, you know, maybe the, maybe the remake like... could always be a good way to go if you don't have it. But, yeah, the PlayStation, what was it, Selects or whatever they have? Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Uh, that's how it is on, that, uh, that's how it's on sale. Like. All the pr- time. Pretty much. And, yeah, like, the it's ori- $20 at most. Last of Us Remastered, the one that went from PS3 to PS4, that is usually, like, 10 bucks, if not 5 Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, it's a, for something that is so cheap, it has 
great quality, mm-hmm. just like God of War. But we aren't talking about God of War. Nope. So, anyway, that's pretty much the end of it. Do you have anything else to say, buddy? Not really. No. No. All right. Well, this is it, and we will uh, we will be here again next week, something like that. So uh, yeah, we will catch you later, and see you later. Yeah. See ya.